And we're back. This is the fourth podcast we've recorded. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Morgan. And this is uh, Marriage Rx. And this week, we'll be talking about marriage roles. Yeah, so I feel like maybe, especially in the South, in my brain at least, people have such an idea or like a fantasy of what marriage roles really are and and how people should be, I guess, portraying those roles in a marriage. Um, so I guess what we're going to chat about is what marriage roles really mean in our life and I guess are they really roles or is it just you putting in your part and using your gifts to bring to the marriage um, and not fitting yourself into like this typical box or this societal box of what people think or you even think your roles in a marriage should be. So I'll say that I feel like before we got married that marriage roles, like I would always assume that the guy is supposed to make all the money and, you know, be the breadwinner for the family and do the disciplining and, you know, all that stuff. Maybe they're not around as much and, you know, the mom's the person who does all the dirty work and cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids and runs all the errands and shuttles kids back and forth and, you know, all of that stuff. Like, that's just what I assumed that, you know, a, a wife's role would be. And then a mother and a wife's role would be like rolling into when you have kids. And then like the dad's role, kids or not, just kind of stayed the same. And so I know in the family that I grew up in, my mom did a lot of the stuff around the house. And she definitely cooked. She's a fantastic cook. Shout out mom. Ryan loves your food. And so do I. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad was really busy. And he was a doctor in the early stages of my life. He was in the military. And so he was gone or busy. And then, so I feel like my mom did a lot of the things. And then my dad was obviously who took care of the family, um, made sure that we had everything that we needed and was around and loved us and did everything that he could to be the best dad ever. But, you know, the the nitty gritty stuff always kind of, boiled down to mom and so like that's just what I thought that you know your roles would be when you got married like the guy would do all the the business side of stuff and earn the money and get the house and all that stuff and then the wife would kind of do all the rest of the stuff yeah I mean I was raised in a similar family so I think that's probably the story for most people maybe that's starting to change nowadays or whatever but I think the further you go back and time like I'm sure our grandparents had an even more extreme version of that so yeah so I grew up kind of in the same situation and those are definitely the marriage roles that I would have assumed most people take as well um my mom didn't cook or anything like that but definitely was the one who shuttled us everywhere and you know knew the schedules and took care of the the house and all that stuff and dad was working a lot more so um yeah, I think that that's pretty standard, and that's kind of what the stereotypical marriage looks like, probably. So, yeah, ours definitely was a little different than that, and we figured that out pretty early on, I think. 
Yeah, I would say that for the greater portion of my late teenage years into my early adult life, that I was not your typical girl, I guess. Like, I don't, I'm not really interested in cooking. Like, I don't sew. I don't decorate, really. I mean, like, seasonally decorate. I don't have all of these, like, wifely, what I thought wifely role duties or whatever talents, I guess, would be. And so, you know, that was something that we talked about going into marriage, like, what what things are going to look like for us. Like, we're just, we don't necessarily fit a mold. I wouldn't say that we do. And, you know, when we first got married, for a little while, I feel like we kind of struggled, not necessarily in a bad way, maybe we wrestled with, like, what are these roles? Like, what do we really need to be doing? Um, what are the expectations that we need to have for each other in a healthy way? But some of that, you know, along the way came these unhealthy expectations that, you know, we were thinking, okay, you know, Morgan needs to be cooking or Morgan needs to be taking care of the house or Morgan needs to be doing this and buying stuff and whatever. And, and Ryan's going to be working and Ryan's going to be dealing with all of the quote unquote manly things or, you know, whatever they were going to be. But we quit quickly realized that that wasn't us. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, if you looked at all of this, the generic gender roles in a marriage or something, um, we probably still conform to more of them than not. So even though I think we're pretty non-standard, you know, there's still certain things that would look pretty stereotypical on the surface. And then there are things that you would, that would be very different looking on the surface. So, you know, there's still certain things like, you know, I cut the grass or whatever, you know, stuff like that. And that's, that's fine. Like that just works for us. It's not like we assumed that I need to do that because I'm the guy. It's just, you know, I was more comfortable doing that. And so that's what I do. So while we do probably fit into some of those things that look pretty stereotypical, it isn't because we just assumed that's how it was going to be. Or if we did assume it very quickly on, we realized we needed to talk about those kind of things and just figure out where, um, where we wanted to invest our time and efforts and energy. And, um, yeah, like there's just certain things that I care about more than Morgan and then Morgan cares about more than me. And it would make sense for the people who care more about those things to do them because they're going to do a better job. They're more interested in it. Um, it's not that, you know, I'm against say, I don't sweep the floors very often or clean the floors very often. And it's not that I don't think they should be cleaned or whatever. It's just my standard for when that needs to happen is very different than when Morgan's standard is when that needs to happen. And instead of her trying to force her standard on me, she just takes care of it when she needs to take care of it. And, you know, we have other things that are the opposite way there. And so it's not that, um, you know, there's any pressure or anything like that. It's just if one of us has a, a more, I don't know, a more interest a higher interest in something or wants it done a specific way then that person will do it that way and then the other person if they're fine with that then that's cool and we just you know that's kind of how things have rolled for us for a lot of things yeah and I think too like some of that stuff was like me being a little OCD about certain things maybe it wasn't necessarily like that I felt like it, it didn't really matter which one of us was doing it but like Ryan said about cleaning the floors like I could sweep or vacuum the floors every single day and that'd be totally okay with me. But 
that's not something that I'm going to make Ryan do because I'm the one who's OCD about it. And I think with like dishes and things like that, like Ryan's a person who does dishes more often than I do. And that's something that we learned early on. Like one of Ryan's pet peeves is me leaving dirty dishes in the sink. And because I am a terrible person, a lot of the times I still leave dirty dishes in the sink, but we know like that's something that if, if he's having an issue with it, he's going to get it done and you know, it's going to go, go away. So we just, we definitely work off of that. You know, if I see something that needs to be taken care of, I take care of it. I don't sit here and wait around and think, oh, well, that's really one of Ryan's things. So I'm just going to stew on it and wait until he gets it done because that's only going to cause problems (laughs) later on. So I just do it. I would say like that we're both of us are pretty good at not being passive aggressive. There are certain things, you know, I think that just happened from time to time. And I don't even think the other person is necessarily being passive aggressive, but you know, there'll be a time where Morgan will be like, Hey, the trash is full and then walk away. And instead of being like, Hey Ryan, will you take out the trash? Which I'd have no problem doing. You know, it might get stated in a way that is passive aggressive sounding, but because I know her, like I don't take it that way. Like maybe at first I would have been frustrated with that you know, cause she's capable of taking out the trash too. So, but now I don't, I know she's not, I know that when she says something needs to get done, it isn't because she thinks her time's more important. And so I should go do it. It's that, you know, she was, you know, she might've been walking out of the room to go do something else. You know, maybe she was going to fold laundry or to go play with our kid or whatever it is. And, you know, she just knows it needed to be done. So part of it is learning and, and communicating, you know, those kind of things to say like, Hey, if I, if, if you say, Hey, the trash looks full and walk away, I need to say, if that bothers me, I need to let her know that. And so she can not do it. Or she can explain like, Hey, I don't mean, you know, that in a passive aggressive way. I'm just saying, I just noticed it on my way out the, out the room and you weren't doing anything. And, you know, it seemed like a good time to grab it. So, you know, those are, those are things I think that are very little things that people turn into much bigger things. And that's when they become an issue because it's, if your biggest problem is who's taking out the trash, like your life is really good. So, you know, you have very little to complain about. If if our biggest problem was Morgan telling me that the trash was full, then life would be, you know, I'd have nothing to complain about at all. So, you know, that's just how we operate and it works well for us. And once again, like it's been a learning process. We have grown in our ability to communicate. And really that's mostly me learning how to, Morgan's a very good communicator and it's been me learning how to communicate better or how to understand what she's trying to say. And that might be the area that Morgan's had to work on with me is that I'm a poor communicator and I think I am communicating something and she would hear it in a different way. And so, you know, learning that that's not what I'm saying or me learning to adjust what I'm saying to make those things happen so that these roles don't feel like we're saying, hey, you're, I'm more important, you need to go do this thing. Or, hey, your job is dishes, my job is floors, and that's you know the agreement we have for the rest of our life. We don't really have any kind of rules like that, so it would be silly to like try to act like that was the case. It would only cause problems in our relationship, and that would that, that'd suck. Yeah, and I think, too, like that communication piece is so important because we have definitely like he said, learn to communicate well. Like this has not always been something that we have been good at. And I think 
knowing how to communicate well when I'm feeling a certain way or I do need help. Like, yeah, I clean the house or whatever because that's just, I like it to be a certain standard or whatever. So I know that if I do it, it's going to be done the way that I want it to be done and I'll be happy and that's fine. But if I need help because there's so much to do or whatever it might be, like I have learned over the years how to communicate that appropriately with Ryan as opposed to being like, you know, oh my gosh, I've been doing the floors and I did the laundry and I did the bathrooms. Like, can you just get the trash? That's the only thing I'm asking you to do. And that would be ridiculous. But like at the same point, you know, I'm thinking that what all I'm doing is so important when it's really the things that I've chosen to do anyways. So it's making it, look bad on making me look wait pause it's making ryan look bad like the way that i'm speaking to him or asking him or or telling him when ultimately all i need to do is communicate hey it'd be great if i could get a hand or whatever but you know that's something that we've grown in and i think it's really important a while ago well not too long ago ryan asked me a question about what would be something that I would say to like people who are getting married? And I told him, or like, what would be the most important thing? And I told him like communicating expectations with each other. So we have these quote unquote roles or whatever it is you want to call it. If you, if you need to fit it into a box that we have in our marriage and having unspoken expectations is such a downer. Like it really can, attack you from the inside out I feel like by assuming and thinking and having these expectations that you've never talked to your spouse about like Ryan saying if the worst thing that's happening is your your spouse saying hey the trash is full you know you really do have it good and so I think just being able to communicate before things fester or grow into like these major problems of you guys resenting each other because you're not fulfilling this role and you're not fulfilling that role and all of these expectations that you've set on each other just aren't being met and that can be super dangerous and so I feel like obviously we we always can learn and we always can grow but at this point in our life being parents and owning a home and having pets and all that stuff We do a really good job of communicating our needs. I think that, you know, if something needs to be done and somebody, one of us, whoever it is, has some time available to make it happen, then we make it happen. It doesn't matter who gets to it. It's just we see that there's a need, like, example, grocery shopping, and whoever has time to make that happen, which is almost always Ryan, but whoever it is is going to get it done and it's going to be what's best for the family at the best time for the family. And we understand that and we know that. So we're going to do what we need to do. Yeah. I think there's, there's two points to what you're saying earlier, like in the situation you were talking about where you, um, you know, like let's say you were cleaning all day and, uh, I hadn't done like, and you asked me to do something and I hadn't done it. Um, earlier in our relationship, I think two things would have happened there. One, you would have got upset because you would have felt like you were doing a lot and I wasn't helping. And that may, in that situation, maybe that's true. Um, and you would also would have felt like what you asked me to do, I didn't, I did not do. And that could be when we were first 
Mary, that might be instantly. Like if, you know, now if Morgan says like, hey, I'm, I got to do these things today. Do you mind doing this thing? Like she'll allow for me to do that when I feel like doing it or do it when it's convenient for me or whatever it is. Like if it's like, hey, you know, I need the trash needs to be taken out. I'm doing laundry right now. Like, can you get to it? It used to be where, you know, she'd walk into the room, do laundry. And the second she came back out, you know, she'd be frustrated because the trash was still in the trash can. Absolutely. And, yeah. And I was, and, and to me, I was like, I have mentally committed to doing it and I'm going to do it. But, you know, there's no difference between the trash going from our trash can inside to our trash can outside right now or in 10 minutes or in an hour. So yes, I'll get to it. But, you know, I wasn't hopping up to go do it. And at first, like before we had talked about that or before we had run into that issue a handful of times, you know, neither of us kind of understood what was going on. Like she would get mad because I wasn't, I wasn't helping out or wasn't doing things like she would like them done. And I was frustrated because I 100% felt like I was doing exactly what I was asked to do. Just, you know, on your timeline. Yeah. Just, yeah. it just, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel the need for there to be like a, you know, by the time I get back in the room, this thing needs to be done. And so, and, and now that was my intention of the question. And so like, I never, I would never communicate that well. Like I would ask, Hey, can you take the trash out while I go and finish out this laundry? What I meant was, will you take the trash out right now while, while I am doing this? Because I can't do two things at once. But like I never would verbalize that. And then that was like this unspoken expectation. I assumed that it was going to get done because I asked him in that moment to get it done. And then it wasn't. And then I'd come back and I would be like, what the heck? I'll just do it. Like, why did I even ask you to do it to begin with? Right. But that was because I was not verbalizing well. I was not communicating with him the want that I had in that moment. And then I was also not allowing him to fulfill what he said he would do. Like I was just jumping in. Right. And my second point was going to be that I think everyone is selfish. Everyone is narcissistic. No matter you know how you think of yourself, I promise you think higher of yourself than you should. And you think lower of other people than you should. And when you're, when we were younger, I'll speak for us and not the general population. When we were earlier in our relationship, we were both much more wrapped up in ourselves than we are now. And not to say that we still aren't selfish because we are, people are selfish. You're, that's, you're going to be fighting that until you die. But it, that selfishness is, was, an, was the issue sometimes it was, you know, like, Hey, uh, I want this thing done how I want it done. Like her saying, Hey, I want, I want the trash to go out right now. Well, like, if you just step back and think about it, that's just what, like, there's no reason for that. There's right. just no, like, that's not important. You know, it, it wasn't like, it would be different if, if in this situation, like people were coming over in 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand. Like there's a timeline that needs to be there, but we would, we would impose these unspoken rules on each other that were selfish and had no, they were selfish and had no real purpose. Like there was no they were self-serving. We wanted them done how we wanted them done. And it wasn't even to benefit anything else. It wasn't just because that was actually better. It, it wasn't any better. It's just, that's how we wanted it done. And when you live by yourself, like I lived by myself for a couple of years before getting married to Morgan and she was with college roommates up until that point. And, but like was still relatively independent in that situation. Um, you, you just get used to doing what you need to do and not worrying about other people. Um, and everything gets done at the time you want it to and how you want it to, because you're the one doing it. And so when you have a, a partner now, you think that's all going to just flow exactly how you want it to. 
and it's just not. I mean, it's there are things that you think that they're that you're on the same page on that you won't be on the same page on, and there's going to be things that you care a lot about that the other person really doesn't care about, and those are things that you have to figure out or talk about, and then choose how you're going to handle. And as you mature as a human being, and as you mature as a couple, you're going to be able to see those things a little easier, and instead of them causing an issue a couple times, you're going to see them before they're an issue and be like, oh, hey, it seems like, you know, this is really important to you. Like, how should we, let's figure out a plan for this so that, you know, it always gets done, you know, however. Like, here's here's a really silly example. Morgan folds shirts differently than I do. And so <laughs> when I would do the laundry, sometimes I would fold them, like, I fold shirts because I, at first I didn't even know how she folded her shirts. Like, it looked crazy to me and I didn't know what was going on. And when I'm folding clothes, I'm not spending a lot of time thinking about what I'm doing. I'm thinking about something else while folding clothes. And so, you know, I'd fold all of her laundry. And instead of, at first, like, I'm not saying she wasn't happy or grateful I did her laundry. But, like, her, the, the, the words that would come out would be, like, hey, I, like, I don't like how my shirts are folded. Or fold them this way. Or why do you fold your shirts this way? When even if that was the second thing out, like, if it was, like, hey, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to fold my T-shirts hey, next time, can you fold them like this? Or if you can't do that, just don't worry about folding them and I'll fold them myself. I mean, either of those things are fine, but, you know, when we were younger, we instantly defaulted to like, hey, here's the problem I have with what you're doing. And leading with that, not being grateful of for anything the other person did, and it just brought up a lot of issues where now there are still things that I do that she doesn't like or she would rather be done a different way, and there's things that she does that I wish were done a different way. But like we're grateful for the effort they're putting in, and we're not gonna we're not gonna penalize them for trying hard or like trying to serve us or our family, because that's just a jerk thing to do, and it's it's not helping anybody. It's not helping anybody to like put these weird you know nebulous rules on them when it has to do with folding shirts or how you put toilet paper back on or you know any other just like silly thing that doesn't matter. It's they're focusing on things that matter. Or the, is what we've gotten better at as we've been married longer. And we've learned to care less about the things that don't matter as much. And the more you do that, the better your relationship's going to be and the better you're going to know the other person because you're actually talking about things that are of importance and not arguing or bickering or, you know, getting frustrated over things that are, you know, just almost inconsequential. Like maybe they matter a tiny little bit, but they almost don't matter at all. And that's, you know, why waste a portion of your life, you know, having fights over it's just the silliest things that don't really matter. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with, with all of that completely. And, and I think that I don't, I, like we've grown so much and I mean, it's true that we still have things that we don't like how the other person does it. But like when you take a step back from the situation that you're in and you think, or you ask yourself like, are they doing the best that they can in this whatever it is? Like, are they wanting what's best for us or taking care of the family? Or, you know, are are they doing this to make me happy or whatever it might be? If you just step back and kind of like remove yourself from that situation, I feel like you you can't possibly find a reason to get pissed or frustrated or whatever because ultimately – they're doing it for the collective group. They're doing it for the couple. They're doing it for you. I mean, I know there's things that I, like Ryan, Ryan and I fold laundry completely differently now. Like 
we can get through an entire load of laundry and I fold Ryan's shirts how he wants them folded and he he folds my shirts how I want them folded and and it works and it's great and we just kind of had to get there to that point so if he accidentally folds my shirts how he folds his shirts okay that's totally fine like he is doing the laundry because that is helpful for our family and that's what needed to be done and I think stepping back from that and being like okay, this was awesome. I'm very grateful that this got done and taken care of. You know, that's a way bigger step than where we were, you know, years ago. Yeah. And I, you know, going back to marriage roles, I I think that I probably have more of the feminine, if you want to call them that, that however you want to phrase those marriage roles. Yeah. Marriage roles and the average Southern guy does. And, or like, not that they're roles, but like, I do more of those activities. Like I do a lot of laundry. I do dishes. Um, you know, he cooks. Yeah, I, I do the cooking. fantastic cook. So, I mean, those things, one, like when I was younger, maybe that would have been like a hit to my pride to be like, no, that's, you know, that's for, that's not for me to do. Um, and you know, I was arrogant enough and proud enough to have, I'm sure maybe not have vocalized that, but definitely thought it. Um, but secondly, just from getting to know Morgan better, I just know that one of the ways that she experiences love is when you do things for her. And so me folding laundry for her and doing laundry for her or going to the grocery store for her or doing our dishes or whatever it is, or cooking, it's not about you know who should be doing those things. It's that she experiences those things as she feels like I love her when I do those things. Not that she doesn't when I don't, but that that is an expression of my love for her that she really appreciates where it might not be the same both ways. You know, there's, um, there's a book on love languages or whatever. And, you know, there's a whole bunch, I think there's five, but there's like gifts and touch and physical proximity and stuff like that. So, but we have, we have learned over time, not through reading that book or doing anything like that, but just that trial we, and error. Yeah, we we <laughs> experience the things. The same thing can happen for both of us, and we will experience them differently and how we feel about them. And that you know that makes a lot of sense. I'm sure that's how everybody in the world works. But we've learned that you know when I do certain things, Morgan experiences that as me showing my love for her, um, and vice versa. Like you know she does things. And I feel like that is her showing me that she loves me. And they aren't the same things that we would want. And that's a tricky thing because at first, you know, you're going to, I think, or at least I, I did, my default pattern was, okay, so I think things like uh, physical affection, uh, touch, proximity, that kind of stuff, I feel like she loves me when those are happening. And once again, it's not saying she doesn't when she's not, but that that is her genuine expression of how she shows me that. And so I felt that if I did that with her, that she'd feel the same way. And that just wasn't, it's not that she doesn't like those things. It's just not how that reads to her and vice versa. Like, you know, if she does a bunch of nice things for me, I'm grateful. I'm not like, well, you know, that's, you know, that's stupid. Don't do things for me. But like, it doesn't, I just see that as more of like, oh, cool, we got some tasks done, let's move on. And so I don't experience that like she went out of her way, which she did, to do something for me self-sacrificially so I didn't have to waste some of my time doing that. And that none of them are better or worse than the other. It's just how the other person feels or reads those things. And figuring those out is really going to help the 
your relationship get a lot better because you need to focus on the areas that they are going to feel it more. And then on the ones that they don't as much, you don't have to put as much effort in just because they just don't, not that they don't care, they just don't see it that way. And so, you know, I don't mind having more of the tasks around the house um, and because I just don't, I don't feel like her doing them is like a big outpouring of love for me. I'd rather her like sit next to me on the couch or whatever it is. And so those are, I'd rather get the things done so that I can spend time next to her. And that's just kind of how it works for us. So that is kind of how we've gotten to the roles that we have. It's not that we've been like, okay, you do these things, I do these things. And we just made a big list and picked items off or whatever. And another reason is that she works a pretty standard, like she's a teacher. So she has a specific shift of work every day of the week and it doesn't change and you know we know where she's going to be and she has to be there and then with me working at the gym I have a weird schedule where in the middle of the day I have some free time and it allows me to go get some things done and so instead of you know coming home and just doing whatever I want to do a lot of times I'll go get stuff done that we some, somebody in our family needs to get done and that's so that I get to spend time with her and Judah later and so it's not that it's not that she has put these roles on me or she is like, well, Ryan, you have more free time. Go do these things. You know, it's not that way at all. It's just that I've found that when I go do those things, I get what I want, which is more physical proximity to her. And she gets what she wants. And the fact that things are done, she can relax and stress and I have to worry about things. And then she gets to spend physical proximity time with me and I feel good about it. So like, it's just a, you know, it's just a, it works very well that way. And it wasn't drawn out and it wasn't a big plan. Maybe it could have been, and maybe it would have been better, but we figured those things out as we've gone, and we perfect that, you know, each year we probably get a little bit better with those things, and it's just a process. And I think with the roles that we've fallen into now, like, looking at them, like, I see Ryan doing all of those things as taking care of us, like, making sure that we have what we need, like, that might not necessarily be working, you know, a nine to five job and you know, wearing a suit to work and whatever, like bringing in X amount of money on a paycheck. Like Ryan is doing the things that he does to take care of his family. And that shows me, like he was saying, how much he loves us and he loves me because those aren't the fun things. Going grocery shopping is not fun. Like coming to my work to get my car to take it to go get its oil change that is not fun that's a lot of work it's extra it's you know, things that I might not necessarily have time for when I get off work and pick up our kid and all of that stuff but he makes time to make these things happen or uses the time that he has available to make these things happen to take care of us and to me like that's such a huge sign of love that's showing me like how much he loves us so it just doesn't have to look like the stereotypical mold of a role that a husband should have or a wife should have. Like, you find out what works for you and you find out how your significant other, your spouse, your partner, whatever, like needs to be shown love or likes to be shown love. And you start making those happen because you love them. Like, you want to do those things because you know how much it makes them happy or you want to do those mundane roles because it saves time at the end of the day for you guys to get to spend alone time together or whatever it might be. Like, It's not like, oh, well, I did the dishes, so now I'm going to get this. It's not like manipulative in any way. It's 
Right. Yeah. It's, it's helping each other and, and working with each other and making sure that everybody's needs are taken care of. Yeah. I mean, you know, if we, if we went into details, you know, we've been married uh, a little over eight years, I would say. So that's, so we've been married, let's see, what's that quick math right there? Uh, let's say we've been married, I don't know, 90 months. Is that right? I don't know. Whatever. So we've been married a little, a little over eight years. So a hundred <laughs> months, I'll say a hundred months. Uh, I would bet that I've made more money than Morgan five of those months or less, probably somewhere in that range. Like when we first got married, cause I had a job and she didn't right away or stuff like that. And then there was a, some points where she went part time. Um, and maybe I was making more money then. Maybe I wasn't, I don't even remember. But so that, if you just step back and saw that like that, there'd probably be a lot of people that are very uncomfortable with that. And, um, it just hasn't been an issue for us. Now it's not to say that we hope that one day that the gym isn't making more money and that, you know, I make more money than her. That would be great. But that's not been the focus. The focus has never been on who's making the most money at the same time. Like I run more errands and do that kind of stuff. And if you step back and look at that from a societal standpoint, like that might be weird and people might freak out about that, you know, if that was in their life, but for us, it just hasn't been a problem. And so, you know, we kind of have some roles that are inverted from what the standard is. And we have some roles that are pretty close to what you would see the average couple doing or whatever, but we've just figured it out as we went along and, and our marriage has gotten better every year because of that. You know, if we had just said like, Hey, this is how it's going to have to work and we're going to make it happen because this is what we saw growing up and we're just doing that. You know, I think it would have been, who knows what, you know, how good our relationship would be right now. You know, it definitely wouldn't be as good as it is. And so being adaptable is a big thing and it's never, it will never be wrong. It will never be a bad decision for you to be self-sacrificial to your spouse. It's just never going to be no. the wrong thing to do. Absolutely not. Now, that's not, you know, you could take that to extremes where maybe there's some issues there, but in, you know, in normal day-to-day things, you doing the dishes when that's not normally your thing is never going to be a bad thing. Like, it's just not like I get that for that 20 minutes, or whatever, you know, you're not having the most fun you've ever had, but like, but you also can't do the dishes and it not be the most fun 20 minutes of your life and then expect for your spouse to get home and thank you tremendously for doing the dishes. Sure. You know, like, because then you're still being selfish. You're not right. being selfless. You did the dishes to get gratitude from that other person. You didn't really do it to be a selfless partner. Yeah. I mean, th- yeah, I would, as we've, as I've said a bunch of times, like as our relationship's gotten better, I think we've gotten better at just, yeah, b- avoiding that, being less selfish and not trying to keep some weird little scorecard in our head that I've done these things. And now she owes me so many thank yous because I've done this or that <laughs> I owe her because, you know, there were months that I didn't have a job or wasn't making any money and she was paying all the bills and, you know, wh- whatever it is. I mean, we just, that's just not what it's about. When you get married, you're choosing to be with somebody and you're choosing to make an alliance that you want to make your little home empire the best one it can be. And it doesn't matter who, you know, who does more of this or who does more of that. That's just not how it works. You know, if you're a unit, if you're a true unit, then you're moving at the same speed, no matter who's, you know, pushing more and who's pushing less. And there's going to be times when one person's tired and the other person has to push. And I don't mean like a day. I mean, like there's going to be 
weeks or months or years maybe where one person's outworking the other person and that's okay like there's nothing wrong with that and there's going to be periods where it's flip-flopped and that's okay and there's nothing wrong with that you just you know those are things that you need to be able to talk about and learn from and really just not hold the other person responsible for whatever you think needs to be happening or you know whatever you want to be happening and so I think a couple of takeaways from just this podcast, because I feel like maybe we danced around a little bit, but like always remember that your wife or your husband is on your side. Like they are going to bat for you. I would say, you know, maybe there's exceptions to that rule, but like they want what's best for you. Like they're, they're on your team. And I think another thing is to just, openly and honestly communicate with your spouse or your significant other. Like a lot of these issues can be completely avoided if you just honestly communicate with each other and then putting on top of that, knowing that they are on your side is going to make all the difference. I feel like reminding yourself of that in those moments of things that you're doing something that maybe you don't necessarily want to do or whatever it is being selfless being on each other's team and communicating openly and honestly, I feel like can help a lot of these roles and expectation ideas or issues. Yeah, for sure. I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up for this one. So yeah, you know, we, we definitely have a little different marriage setup than we probably thought we were going to have 10 years ago before we got married and, um, and probably different than what society says we should have or thinks, you know, is the optimal marriage. And we've just gotten to the point where we don't care. Like that's, it works for us. And, you know, if that's not what works for you, awesome, do what works for you. But we're not going to get hung up on that. And we're going to do what's best for our family. And it's been something that's really uh, helped our family grow and thrive. So it's been great. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, guys.